We are on Ksubis, the very bottom of Samach Zayin Amabay 67b, as we continue on the topic of tzedakah, different halachos, different laws and stories about giving charity and when to give it, and when a poor person should be asking for tzedakah. So let's see the Gemara inside. Rabbi Abba have a Bisudari. Rabbi Abba would wrap coins uh, in his cloth, in a cloth, and then vishadi lelachore. And when he would give tzedakah, when he give charity, he would throw them behind him, over his shoulder, so that he wouldn't even know who the poor people are. He wouldn't want to see the poor people when he gives to them. Umamti um, miramai. And so he would uh, put himself at the homes of the poor, so that. Uh, he wouldn't be seen when he's giving it, and the poor people wouldn't see him. Uh, and this is one of the highest levels of giving charity, as the Rambam Maimonides explains. He has a whole list of the highest forms of giving charity, and not being seen, as we've discussed uh, in last week's classes. Not being seen, not embarrassing the poor person is of the highest level. But he would also move his eyes just enough says the Gemara, to make sure that Ramayim, swindlers, uh, people who are trying to uh, take away the tzedakah when they do not need it, they might take it. So he's checking a little bit just to make sure that uh, it doesn't go into the wrong hands, uh, but he tries to hide himself from it. Okay? That is the first story. Next story. There was a certain person a poor person in Rabbi Hanina's city, and Rabbi Hanina would send him four dinar every Friday, every Arab Shabbos, every Friday. He would send him money so that he would have money for Shabbos. One day, One day, he sent it uh, through his wife. His wife uh, was the one who gave the charity. And she came back and said, he doesn't need it. I know he doesn't need it. Why not? Uh, what did she see? My chazis. What did she see? Shamay dahava ka'amrilei uh, because uh, she overheard a conversation that they were having at the home, this poor person, about what do you normally uh, use to eat. What type of tablecloths do you use? Do you use white tablecloths or gold tablecloths? And the fact that they're having this conversation, uh, she says that it must be that uh, he doesn't really need it anymore and that really he is... Uh, he is wealthy enough that he doesn't need it. Now, it's interesting. Tosus already points this out. The classic commentator on the page points out that, wait a minute, we had a story earlier that we discussed last week uh, where uh, also uh, a rabbi sent his son to check out what's going on. The son came back and said that we don't need to feed him anymore. We don't need to give him money anymore because we see that the food that he's eating is of the fancier type of food. Uh, and there we said that, no, that's because that's something that he's used to. And so therefore we have to provide for him uh, when he's used to it. Over here, we assume that and and conclude uh, that uh, this person uh, doesn't need it at all and he's really a faker. Uh, so why, then, in circumstances, do we assume that they're a faker? In other cases, we assume that this is what they need and this is what they're used to. So it could be, explains Sosos, that uh, it could be that when it comes to food, so that a person will eat based on what they're used to. But when it comes to the napkins and the tablecloth, so for the tablecloth, uh, if you were wealthy and then you became poor, so then you don't have to use the same tablecloth. That's not necessary. When it comes to food, that's the food that you're used to. 
So okay, when it comes to the food they're used to, that's when you're going to continue eating. But when it comes to the tablecloth, so that's not necessary to have such fancy tablecloth. It must be that he was trying to trick them. And Rebelezer then says, fascinating idea, Rebelezer then says that uh, we should have Hakar Satov, we should be thankful for the people who pretend to be poor. They themselves are not poor, but they pretend to be poor uh, because this at least gives us uh, a way out. Sometimes we don't give charity when we're supposed to give charity. Uh, but if everybody who is poor Everybody who's asking was poor, so then when we decline, so then we would be committing a sin every day. We'd be committing an Avera. The verse tells us that it's a, it's a sin. Uh, but now that there are fakers uh, who are pretending to be poor, so then uh, at least we have some sort of excuse, some sort of way out, uh, because we're not sure if the person is for real or they're really poor or whether they are uh, faking it. However, it continues the Gemara on the opposite end, that we still have to be very careful to make sure that we give charity. Why? Anybody who uh, removes their eyes from giving tzedakah, from giving charity, it's like they are idol worshippers. Perhaps the reason is because they're idol worshippers because they don't recognize that uh, there's a God that gave them the money that they need, and it's not their own money, but it's there on loan to use it appropriately and to use it for others. And if a person refuses to give charity and hides from giving charity, so it's like they're idol worshippers. It's like they don't realize that the money that they receive is coming from Hashem. It's coming from God. And how do you know it's like idol worship? That uh, it uses the same word to tell you also, then, in the context of charity, that that same phrase is used, uh, as as well as in the context of idol worship, to tell you that when one refrains and refuses to give charity, it's like they are idol worshippers. Okay, continues the Gemara. Tanur Rabbanan, Hamisamas Eno v'Hamatzbas Bitno v'Hamikapeach Hashoko Eno Neftar Min Olam Achi That a person who uh, pretends to be blind in in his eyes, or he pretends to be sick with his stomach, or uh, he pretends to have a crushed leg. All of this he's doing so that uh, people have pity for him when he asks for charity. Somebody who pretends to do this, his punishment is, is that if this is what you pretend to do, so then, so be it. It will actually happen to the person before they die. And so too, a person who asks for charity when they do not need it, so they will become poor. So that person will become poor, will eventually become poor before they depart from this world. So anybody who tries uh, this, these tricks uh, to receive uh, charity, ultimately they will be the ones who suffer and receive that that uh, that pain. Okay, a few more lines till we reach the uh, next Mishnah. Okay, Tanar very important uh, next few lines. Eim that uh, what happens if you have a poor person uh, and they're poor and they, they would qualify in terms of their their cash that they have, uh, the cash, the actual cash that they have to use and to spend, they have very little of it and therefore they would classify as somebody who's poor. However, however, they have lots of assets. They have a house and they have 
uh, other assets that they have, are they required to sell it? Are they required to sell their assets so that they reach a level of somebody who is no longer defined as poor? Or do we have to give? To, do we are we required to give to them and they don't have to sell it? So the Brisa says they are not obligated to sell. They do not have to sell their house. They don't have to sell their items. The Gemara says, Is this really true? But we have a Brisa which seems to say the opposite. The Brisa says that if a person is used to gold uh, utensils, so then they should uh, exchange it for silver, or if they have silver, they should exchange it for copper. They should make money off of it so that they're no longer viewed as poor. So which one is it? So the Gemara answers first as follows. Amr is vid lokasha. The Gemara says that it depends. When it comes to a bed and a table, so it's not necessary to have uh, gold or silver, so then they should sell that. But when it comes to cups and plates, so then it's of uh, more use when the cups and the plates are of a certain uh, style, uh, so then that's more necessary, and therefore they do not have to sell that. So it really depends on, uh, on the item. The Gemara says, I understand. But why should we differentiate between the two? When it comes to cups and plates, uh, we one would say that it's to get the cheaper ones are are, are disgusting to me. So the When it comes to a bed and a table, a person might also say that I don't want to lower my standards. What's really the difference between these two? So Answer number one. We'll see two answers here. What exactly is the difference? Answer number one is that really, when we say that a person has to sell his property, it's really speaking not of the cases that we had before. You're right. You do not have to sell your anything. Doesn't you have to sell your table, your bed, your utensils? What do you have to sell? You have to sell the silver comb. Um, why? Seemingly because it's not necessary. The other things, cups, plates, beds, those are all necessary. Once they're necessary, so then you could have the higher quality if that's something that you already own. Not that you should buy it to begin with, but if it's something which you already own, so then you're allowed to keep it. But something which is unnecessary, a silver comb at the table, uh, so then that's not necessary. So that's answer number one. Answer number two is Repapa Amar Lokasha Kan Kodum Kan Now, this second answer of Repapa is very unclear, and there are many different explanations for this. We will only be providing some of those explanations, uh, but there are many different ways of explaining this. The classic commentator Rashi explains that when a person is poor and they don't have any cash, they don't have enough cash and they're defined as poor, but they do have assets, they could still collect uh, from charity. They're allowed to collect from charity, they do not have to sell. However, let's say a person was wealthy, or they're not, not wealthy, but they just weren't uh, viewed as somebody who's poor, and they take the charity anyways, and then they become poor. They become poor afterwards, so maybe we should say retroactively they became poor, so therefore they really were deserving of this uh, the funds in this charity. We say that no, because the person could still sell, um, if it's after the fact that some form of really penalty, they could still sell uh, what they own. They could sell, the, sell their house, they could sell their utensils, they could sell various things. They don't have to be defined as poor, especially since when they took the funds to begin with, it was at a state when they were not poor, when they were... Uh, when they're not defined as poor. Another explanation, which is interesting, is the position of Rabbeinu Tam, which is that um, it depends on which type of charity. If it's the charity of the produce in the fields, so that's open to everybody, 
even to somebody who uh, has assets uh, that they could have sold, but they, but uh, we don't make them sell it. They could collect from the leket shichar and from the different produce that's left in the field. But anything which is part of the uh, charity funds that are given out, that are distributed, so then that only applies to people who um, who don't have assets, who can't sell their assets. Those are the people who get from the from the communal charity funds. Now, when it comes to the practical halacha uh, for poor people, what do they have to do? What are they What are they required to sell? Uh, so that too is not so clear. Um, we know that they do not have to sell things that they need, like uh, utensils and thing and clothing and uh, the beds. Um, but they do would have to sell uh, some some things. For example, it could be this is discussed. It could be that the tables that we have today. They should sell because it's unnecessary. And when we said that the tables in the times of the Gemara, they, sh- they shouldn't sell, those referring to really individual tables and not uh, tables for the entire family. So maybe maybe they would have to sell tables. Another t- uh, situation that's discussed is what if about if a person has uh, owns a very big home or multiple homes. So it could be that they, they have to sell their other homes uh, and just live in one house. But within that one house, what if it's a big home? Uh, do they have to uh, sell that house uh, and downgrade? Or do we not require them to downgrade, to move? Uh, these are all discussed amongst the modern-day poskim, the modern-day halachic deciders. So these are very important questions that are unfortunately practical uh, for the people who are asking for charity. And uh, there's a lot more to this, which we'll not discuss now, but we reach the end of the Gemara. So this is the end of the topic for now on Tzedakah, and in the next class we'll begin a new topic and a new Mishnah.